What's up? It's No Tracers, the podcast all about urban exploring. Let's get into it. Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no trace. What's up? Welcome back to No Tracers. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm known as No Tracers. You can find me on Instagram at no.tracers, TikTok, No Tracers, YouTube, No Tracers or Abex. If you want to watch my long form content of me exploring abandoned places, head over there, go subscribe. But if you're new to the show, welcome to No Tracers. I want to know how you found it. Hit me up on Instagram or, you know, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, whatever you want. Let me know how you found the show, who introduced you, because I want to thank them. If you do like the show, if you like what you hear, please leave a rating and feedback on the show, especially if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and send it to me at no.tracers on Instagram, and I'll actually send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place that I've explored as a way of saying thank you for supporting the show. So this week on the podcast, I have a very special guest from the city of Detroit, Dr. Triple M. He is quite a character. That's all I'm going to say about it. I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. It's absolutely incredible. One of one of the goats, I think. Like this guy, he's got quite a story to tell. You may have uh, remembered I interviewed the trespasser. So Dr. Triple M is actually a part of his squad called the Goon Squad. And they explore Detroit and surrounding areas together. And uh, if you remember that episode with the trespasser, there was a story of a, his buddy that was feeding a wild dog in an abandoned building. Well, this is that guy. So we're going to hear his side of the story. We're going to hear some crazy stories that he's got to share and uh, some insights about the community that you may not know. Some insights about some of these buildings that have burned down. It's a very fascinating episode. Before we get into it, Got to thank the partner, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death, well, go to liquiddeath.com. Order you a case or, you know, five cases, 10 cases, 50 cases of water. You need water. You're a human. We're 70% water, so we need water. Go get you some water. Use code just the letter K for 10% off. I get a little bit of kickback when you do that, so thank you. Also, if you're looking for urban exploring gear, check the description of this episode. I've got a bunch of Amazon affiliate links. So if you guys click on those links and purchase any of those items, I get a little bit of kickback from that. And lastly, if you want to support what I'm doing, if you want to support No Tracers, my art, any of the stuff that I do, go to notracers.com shop. You can pick up a copy of one of my photography books. I would love for you to get your hands on them. If you get them off my website, I will sign them. Otherwise, you can go get one off of Amazon. Uh, they're also in Barnes and Nobles and bookstores around the United States. At least they're supposed to be. So if you find one, send me a picture. Let me know. 
All right, without further ado, Dr. Triple M, please introduce yourself to the No Tracers podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the man banned from Japan, the malicious merchant of mischief, the dictionary definition of Detroit's decay and dilapidation, the marvelous mass marauder, Dr. Triple M. Wow, that was beautiful. I just, can you just narrate my podcast for me? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Like, a lot of times, like, uh, there was this group on Facebook that I had found because I'm a fan of wrestling, and there's this thing called Promo Wrestling. So I developed this character, and I started wearing a wrestling mask, and then I would go in abandoned buildings, and I would film promos in there. And, well, sometimes I'd be filming these promos for these online matches where I would either win trophies or medals or money, and people would walk in. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm just going to go after these people and be like, hey, what's up? And half the time I'd get halfway through it, and they'd fucking run out the building or... There's only been one time where it was like a group of explorers. They were like teenagers and they were like, oh my God, that was fantastic. Can you do it again? I'm like, I'm out of here. Nope. <laughs> That's wild. Hilarious. Wild, man. So how long have you been exploring for? Well, I've been exploring since around, I want to say about 2018, like okay. two bandos around major cities. But like, I grew up in like a small town and macomb county it's about two square miles and around that town we had a foundry that ended up being abandoned that i got to explore countless times uh there was hotels in the same town there was rail cars along a gravel pit road that was a quarter mile back to a gravel pit filled with water that i got to actually grow up in front of and play along all that so basically just exploring my whole life but recently in the last five years into abandoning buildings with structures and schools and mm. hospitals and historical buildings. But, Man. you know, almost my whole life. That's amazing. I love hearing about, you know, people who grew up as kids exploring. You know, I have a similar story. We, My brothers and I used to go explore around in the woods behind our neighborhood and there was always like abandoned cars and abandoned like random shit back there yeah so. that was that was like my parents house yeah like quarter mile back it's a gravel pit full of people would dump cars in the in the little lake they had uh -huh. back there or the pond or whatever you want it was pretty big it had under underwater current so they dumped tons of stuff in there there was rail cars throughout it wow. cranes we would we would mess around as little kids and throw Molotov cocktails with uh root beer bottles but <laughs> you know that's neither here nor there oh my god that's incredible um so take me into your first ever exploration if you can remember it and what made you get hooked on urban exploring well i gotta say um it's like right around Ooh, i don't even know when well i can say like growing up just rail cars and cranes and stuff like that then the foundry in my town just went abandoned and then everyone started exploring that and that was all right but i didn't really start getting into the hobby until like my son started getting older and we were riding bikes around Belle Isle when he was like eight years old and there was a really bad storm and all of a sudden uh lots of trees were down and there was DNR people working and cleaning up the mess well they had the front gates of the abandoned Belle Isle Zoo wide open and I'm like yo well like, you want to go in there he's like can we and we walked up and there was three girls cleaning up the mess and I'm like hey can I show my son around here you know I used to come to this when I was his age and She's like, yeah, yeah, just don't have him read all the, the bad words on the graffiti <laughs> walls. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, he's going to read it regardless. Uh -huh. So he knows the difference. 
So we start walking around, and these girls are like, oh, yeah, this used to be that, and this used to be that. I'm like, hey, there's a boardwalk over there. You mind if we go on it? They're like, yeah, just take your time, have fun, see you later. I was like, what? Wow. I was like, yo, I'm like, we can go on this boardwalk. Let's go. We spent three hours walking around the old abandoned Belle Isle Zoo on the boardwalk. We got far enough to where we had to go, okay, let's turn around and just walk all the way back. Wow. So that was like my first like downtown explorer of something major and also my son's which he was like been back there multiple times and he's like oh, i love this place wow that's so cool you and know like, hey, no doubt man passing it on to the next generation <laughs> that's pretty cool i got some pretty cool pictures of him in there just you know hanging out that's right. some hanging on the wall and whatnot oh yeah that's so sick but, like but like started doing that from going downtown and taking pictures of murals because he's really interested in art and he does all these great drawings. And then I said, Hey, there's tons of murals downtown in the city. You want to go check them out? Yeah, sure. So we went down, we started photographing all types of murals throughout the city, all of Eastern market. And then we just turned the corner one day and I'm like, yo, this is an abandoned building. I'm going to take you home and I'll be back. And then, uh, that was of course after Belle Isle zoo and whatnot, but I'd say the second one that I went into down there was uh, Fisher Body Plant 21. That was also where I had the wrestling mask on that I tagged you in the picture of on Instagram yep. that I was with Wrinkles the Clown. Yep. <laughs> I was like, wow, no shit, dude. So he had this giant wooden cutout of him up on top of Fisher Body Plant. Dang. Dude, last time he was up here promoting his uh, documentary on Hulu. That's crazy. Yo, like you guys have so much stuff to explore up there. It's insane. Like, oh, it's slowly disappearing. I know, man. Like there was uh, six school fires this summer. What? Um, Yeah. Six schools caught on fire this summer. Damn. Uh, Beard was one of them. It was like pristine and now it's just Mm -hmm. shit. Highland yep. Community College, old Highland High School. That auditorium set on fire. I know. Right uh, after I explored North. it, man. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, I think I was the first one to go back and take pictures of the auditorium after it was burned. Oh. Like, a month later, I was inside God. there. I was just flabbergasted. Like, dude, there's no Broke way. my damn heart. Because, yeah, like, the first time I was in there, the piano was in front of the stage. The next time I went, the piano was burned. The next time I went, oh, there's a fire in the whole fucking place. Dude, who sets a piano on fire? I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, I even explored the other auto body part of the buildings, and there's, like, little bonfires all throughout the fucking building. So it's like either someone's trying to keep warm, but at the same time, it's the middle of summer. Yeah. So it's, you know, what are you doing? Exactly. Damn, it's like... There's also been very questionable fires in those fires lately, like the seven, or I should say the six fires that had happened in the schools. People are starting to wonder if it's actually city officials doing it to clear way for new development Shit. or more parking lots like Detroit has. Thanks, Illiches. Damn, I didn't even consider that, but I mean, that could totally be like a thing. Like, wh- There was also a an old house, I think, that was on sale at one point for over a million dollars next to Little Caesars Arena, and that burnt down. Hmm. Interest. And no one was in it. It was just a bando. It was for sale. Interesting. And then they burnt it. Someone someone burnt it. I want to say they. I want to say city officials because you never know. Yeah. Why else would it be gone like that? For you know? sure. So that's the general consensus of us around here is like either city's officials are doing it or there's just some dumbass kids who are trying to be arsonists. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Like if the city's involved in it, that's like a whole nother level of like. Well, in Gary, Indiana, yeah, there was facts. a city official caught. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So who's to say they're not doing it everywhere? Damn. 
Yeah, I mean, I never that never even really like crossed my mind, but I mean, shit, they could totally do that and just be like, oh, we don't know what happened. It was arsonists, you know? We, like, we don't know. We just saved a bunch of money. Damn, dude. Wow. That's like Mr. P was saying yeah. with uh, Packer uh-huh. where they got extra security guards uh-huh. with a dog, you know? Yep. That's That story is crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Insane, dude. So, um, do you have any like favorite gear that you bring into these places? Like what is your go-to backpack? Like what kind of shoes are you wearing? Like for, for people that are just getting into the hobby, like what would you recommend for them to like bring into one of these places? Well, you sure as hell don't want to go down there in your Sunday's best and look (laughs) all fancy going into these straight ghettos and be like, yo, you want to blend in, right? You want to look like you belong down there. So you want to wear some shitty clothes. Hey, if you got a friend that's got a shitty car, like the front of my car is kind of missing from a car accident. So I blend in perfectly. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'll carry just a little, little small camera pouch that my Sony came in, maybe a tripod. Sometimes I take backpack in case I have to carry wrestling masks, other props that I want to take pictures with. Mm-hmm. You know, you might want to wear some boots. There's a couple of nails that I've stepped in in some churches where I'm like, oh, now I'm carrying a board on the bottom of my shoe like I'm skiing. (laughs) Didn't know that was happening. But hey, there it is. You don't want to wear tennis shoes. It's going to suck, especially if it's raining and you might slip and fall. Yeah, there's a couple of times where I slipped and fell off ladders, uh, off of buildings. Not too far, thank God. Damn. But yeah, just like, here, hold this. And I go to hold and I take a step back and I fall like 10 feet. That's fun. That was in the snow. I was like, oh, no. And they just laughed. I'm like, at least you guys got it on video. Oh, my God. See, that's that's the key there. At least somebody captured it. <laughs> Always have somebody with something capturing something at all Literally times. document everything. Something my dad told me right before COVID. And I was like, I will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just in case something yeah, happens. Yeah, document everything. It's important. Um, speaking of falling and slipping and nails, uh, do you have any crazy injury stories that you could share? Mm, no injuries really a lot of close calls and whatnot uh running from police uh, i fell through the basement floor of a church when i went through the basement window i was like oh that's not safe we didn't think of it we took one step and it's just like my whole foot went through and i'm like there's another floor underneath this or is this just the ground because it was shin deep Woo. damn yeah 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 I'm trying to see what else yeah no no real bad injuries okay at all. I know a uh, few people have been attacked by a falcon at the Lee Plaza. A falcon? Yeah, I got a buddy who I explore with, my little fellow Goonie, uh, Airborne Alex, 313. He's in Mexico right now. Um, he used to go to Lee Plaza a lot, and when you get up to the top, there's a falcon that hangs out up there. He's been dive-bombed by the falcon. He's had cuts on his head from the falcon. Other explorers who have been there have seen the falcon. I think Mr. P has seen the falcon as well. Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay, we gotta you gotta watch out for that little bugger. That thing's been living up there for a good four or five years Dang, now. Dang, we got he's probably eating real good up there, huh? Right, especially if he gets explorer scouts. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 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 Fucking insane, dude. A, a falcon, an attack falcon. How about that? How about that? Right, that's that's the security. <laughs> like a fake robot saying warning, get out now, sure. and then a falcon. Sure. It's beautiful. Sure. Uh, so, what was your scariest exploration to date? Mm, okay, yeah, I know that one. Um, so there's a cold storage unit here. Most people know because a kid died in it. 
uh, of course, the story with that is they were all playing hide-and-go-seek with no flashlights at midnight, and then they couldn't find their friend, and they left and came back and found the body in the elevator shaft, but oh. we all know that kid was probably pushed. Fuck. Yeah. So knowing the story of what happened and going in there, once you get inside about maybe 25 feet up or forward, there's like a statue on the ground of what seems to be a child reaching up with both arms, uh, like from the torso up. Now, the first time I went in there, I'm like, what is that? What is that? And I got closer and came around it. And it was like a clay figure of a child reaching up. And I'm like, there's no way. And I got goosebumps everywhere. And all of a sudden I start hearing shit. And I'm like, there's no way in hell. And the next thing you know, a flashlight beams coming in the hole that I went through. And I duck behind the corner and it's two Detroit cops. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And then they they walk away. So I make my way back to the hole that I climbed in and I look out and they're waking their way back to the car. And that's where one of the things where I hurt myself is I dart out of that hole and go through another hole in the wall and slide down an embankment, which is all cement and onto the railroad tracks and scuffed my shins all up. But I'm looking. And the only reason why they came and looked inside that building is because my dumb ass parked on the bicycle path outside of it. And they're like, Hmm, I wonder why this guy's parking on the bicycle path. So I watched them walk back to their cars, look at my van, get in and drive away. And I'm like, really? That's it. That's a, Oh, that and the white dog at Cadillac. Let's Stamping go. Plant. Let's hear this side of the story. Come yeah. on now. So the trespasser was on here a couple episodes yeah. ago talking about my one friend who used to go feed that dog hot dogs. How you doing? I'm Dr. Triple M. I'm that friend who likes dogs. And yes, I'll feed them. So I went live one day. Well, actually, the first time I went there, I got halfway in. And there used to be uh, a bunch of OHL hockey cards, Ontario Hockey League cards, and uncut sheets, just piles upon piles of them upstairs wow. the, the owner or whatever moved to europe and he was using it as a storage place for those cards well by the time i got there they had all most of them been set on fire or people have gone through them it was years after the fact but i get in there and i get into the opening where it opens wide up and all of a sudden i hear this growling and i'm like what is that all of a sudden this white dog comes prancing around the corner now it looks like an albino siberian husky wow and I'm just like, no, dude, no. And he starts growling, and I start slowly backing up, and I take off. So a few days pass, and I'm like, man, I bet you that dog ain't got no food. And I need to go back there and explore it anyway, so fuck it. So I go back down there. I got, like, two packages of hot dogs, <laughs> fucking package of bologna, and some dog treats, and a couple bottles of water. So I go live on Facebook and I'm exploring for about a good 45 minutes. And I'm like, man, where's the dog? I got all this food here. Sure enough. Well, there he is in the fucking hallway. There, here he comes. I'm on the second floor and I'm just tossing hot dogs down to him. He's eating them up. I'm like, wow, no shit, huh? So uh, I keep exploring and I get to the roof and I'm looking down and he's circling on the bottom. I'm like, you know what? After feeding him, he's probably waiting for me to come down there so he could eat me, right? <laughs> not thinking properly so i start going down and i believe i had cut the video and started another live at that point yeah because i do have a second live video and uh I'm, I'm walking down 
and I come around the corner and I see him out the doorway of the stairwell. And I'm like, hey, doggy, hey, doggy, I'm just going to open the door real quick, doggy. And all of a sudden, he's like, row, 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 chases me up the stairs. I slam the door in his face. I go back up. I walk back across the way, and I'm like, fuck this, I'm getting out of here. And I walk past the other stairwell, and I'm like, yeah, this is the stairwell I used to see him in. And I get turned around. All of a sudden, row, 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 row. his head and half his body is hanging out the door. And I'm like, yo, time to go. And the only way out is going back down that stairwell or jumping out of a freaking uh, fire escape that's half there. Oh, my God. Oh, well, I guess I'm taking the fire <laughs> escape. So I got in the video I got, I can send it to you yeah. later. I get halfway down the fire escape and I just jump. I'm like, there's no other way. So it's like a two-story drop Fuck. into a bunch of bushes and trees. And I'm like, well, I didn't get eaten by a dog. But yeah, I was the guy who fed the white dog at Caddy all the time. Oh my God, that's amazing. I love hearing the other half of that story. <laughs> you know? So good. And we always talk about that to this day. And I'm like, man, that was like probably one of my favorite places to explore was Caddy. When they tore that place down, I remember I sat there with my kid. He was, I can't remember how old he was at the time, but man, I cried. I was like, why am I, I looked at him. I'm like, why am I crying over the destruction of this building? <laughs> and he's like, oh, because you loved it and you spent so much time in there. I'm like, wow, you just hit the nail yeah, on the head, dude. For real. Damn. It's like a little, a little like 10 year old gets it. God, wise, wise for a 10 year old. You know? Yeah, man. I mean, these buildings are special to us, you know, once they get set on fire. I mean, I, I'll never forget. I, uh, had a an explorer named Damn Gina on the podcast and we talked about this infamous asylum in California that we everybody used to explore and it got set on fire last year and I remember she texted me mm. and was like, Yo, the asylum is on fire right now. Like he sent me a link to like the live news coverage and I was like, Yo, I'm fucking broken up about this shit. Like That was like whew. uh amongst all the other fires that had happened this summer so there was a little fire at fisher and i was like no not fisher no that's like everyone's home base man yeah. that's like everyone's little headquarters where we all go have tea and mcdonald's and <laughs> For shit sure. yeah man these buildings are special and you know people that aren't in the community don't get it but like we're oh no they we're don't. attached especially if you go out of your way and you spend hours if not if you add up all the hours you spent in one single building right. and they end up being multiple days and you're like yo yeah you have a connection to that yeah. all the history that you're walking through all the energy of everyone who used to be there right you're feeling that you're going through that and you're experiencing it while sharing it with others and some people don't get it some people do exactly exactly some people see the beauty in it some people just be like why are you wasting your time <laughs> in that shithole and i'm like you just wouldn't get it yeah, exactly. unless you put yourself in my shoes and find the reasons of why or other people yep. for their reasons of why they do what they do. Absolutely. Uh, so take me into your most dangerous exploration. Hmm. Well, I used to do this all by myself until the old lady was like, you better start getting people to go with you. <laughs> what's going to happen? You go in somewhere by yourself and you don't come back out. No one knows where you're at. And I'm like, you know, you got a point. Yeah. I should probably get a little crew together. So the trespasser, which you had on, uh, we got a homeboy whose name is Ryan and Alex as well. And the four of us make the goon squad. Yes. And uh, Alex actually is a former army ranger 
um, who is now in Mexico, he decided to go, huh, I'm going to go try Mexico out. So he loves it down there. Yeah. Uh, the trespasser you obviously have already had. And Ryan, uh, he's a photographer out of Royal Oak, Michigan. Dope. All of them do excellent work. And uh, those are my boys. We spend a lot, spend a lot, spend a lot of time exploring places, uh, getting to know each other, and watching out for each other's backs. Yeah, like I know the trespasser has shared a story of them cha- uh, getting away from that cop mm-hmm. who chased them in the unmarked vehicle yep. in the hotel. Um, I really never had any scary explorers. I'd think the scary explorer would just be like you know when the cops were outside that door. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll wait. Yeah. Besides that, nothing really scary. Just, you know, sometimes when you go into places that are unfamiliar and you've heard a few bad things about it and you've heard a few good things about mm-hmm. it and you're like, oh, it's completely dark in here. <laughs> what happens if I run into somebody in here? And you're like, well, it's always just nervousness yeah. because it's the unknown. You don't know. Exactly. We fear what we don't know and what we can't see. And, you know, I usually ask the same questions on this show. You know, typically it's kind of the same stuff. Everybody has different answers. So it it makes the show flow really well. But I just added a new question to the list. So here you go. Has anything ever made you want to stop exploring? Like, have you ever had an experience that made you think like, "Mm, maybe I shouldn't do this for a while? Not yet. Nope. It's more like, when's the next time? When's the next time? Yeah. I'm I'm trying to think, like, no, I don't think I've ever ran into a situation where I'm like, all right, yo, I'm going to stop. Like, uh, when Nick was on the previous, where they found the body Mm -hmm. in Flint, I think he had told me that he was like, yeah, I I, might have to take a break from this. Carmacula. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was rough. When he fuck, when he told me that story, I was just like So, first of all, I have like, like a huge fear of elevators because I've right. just like naturally I'm like it's an enclosed space, it moves fast, it could fall, it could break, it could fall on me. I could die, you know what I'm saying? Like get trapped in there like and then when, right, that's like the same thing at walking around the fourth floor or the fifth floor or something. Yeah. Some really shitty floor yeah. and your foot goes through it and you're like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm only knee deep in this. I'm good. But like elevator shafts. Elevator shafts fucked. fucked. Like I was just saying that cold storage unit where yeah. the kid supposedly fell. Uh-huh. Don't believe that one for a bit. Nobody else does either. Yeah. That shit's crazy. But I mean, yeah, elevator shafts. I don't fuck with that. I don't fuck with that. No, even trying to take a picture. Leaning Dude, it's into so one, scary. I like I'll stick my arm all the way out, but I am not leaning right, in that right. bitch. Click. <laughs> I'm not going to put my head nope. over that. I'm not just going to all seasick. No. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned buildings? Like what's your normal oh, life man. like? Normal life is I'm a Hilo driver at a plastics factory that supplies the Jefferson North assembly plant on Connor in detroit uh aside from that a father and a husband um i like taking pictures going on bike rides working out and i watch a lot of wrestling aside from pro sports i watch sports entertainment (laughs) i guess being around a bunch of people who cheer for their sports team and then seeing how sad they are when they lose (laughs) when i can watch three hours of wrestling and be completely satisfied with the outcome you know big difference there oh for sure absolutely you know but uh besides that yeah just uh just working i I got my own podcast as well 
which I'm going to interview you sometime. Yes, let's go. You know. What's the podcast called? And Tell everybody. That's the Dr. Triple M Show. You can find me on Anchor or Spotify. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah, go check it out, everybody. Uh, do you have any bucket list locations? Oh, man. I mean, who doesn't, you know? <laughs> I think bucket list for me would be somewhere overseas. Nowhere on the continental U.S. Mm -hmm. Because, let's face it, the United States isn't even 300 years old, and all the history is over in Europe. True. In Africa, and China, and Russia. I would love, absolutely love, to go see the pyramids in Egypt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my bucket list. Get me on top of a pyramid, <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah. I can have a heart attack right there and be like, I'm good. <laughs> Amazing. Submit, somebody get yeah, this man to Egypt. Let's thing. go. Explore every single pyramid they got out Let's there. Go. Oh. Let's go. Uh, if you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be? Oh, man. There's so many. That's like, that really comes down to mm, so many different things, especially with all the places we've been. For sure. <sighs> for a whole week? Yeah. Damn, I would. I'd have to say caddy. Okay, it's gone. It's, it's gone, gone though. So I guess I can't. Choose I mean, it you can choose gone. it. Well, it's a hypothetical. <laughs> it's a hypothetical. In, in loving memory of my favorite building. <laughs> R.I.P. to the I Cadillac. Cried over. I would fucking stay at caddy for oh, a week. Shit, a whole month. Shit, you know what I'm absolutely, man. I never got to see that place, but oh, shit, photos are it, dope. It was between between that and Fisher. Mm -hmm. If Fisher Body Plant 21 was gone, that they're actually repurposing into medium income housing now. Wow. And it's they were still exploring it. All they did was put purple paint on the outside of the building to try to, to whitewash away the graffiti that was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's not really doing anything. Like they always say, they have a plan for something and then the plan always fails and then we're still exploring. Yep, here we are, still exploring. <laughs> All the time. Uh, what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Ooh, well, when you get uh, greedy politicians who want to take down a lot of the buildings and then never do anything with the land, like let's say the Illiches who just hold a bunch of property and do nothing with them whatsoever. And just make empty parking lots. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're going to take down an abandoned building, replace it something for the community. Yeah. Make something different instead of just keeping it blighted. If you have a purpose to repurpose it, do it. If you're just going to let it sit there, cool, we'll explore it. But if you're going to take it away and just leave it on empty field, repurpose it. For the love of God, repurpose it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what is something you know now? that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Hmm. Let me see. Uh, don't ever park on a bike path. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> uh, don't be afraid to park down the road mm -hmm. from a place, even if it's a little bit sketchy. Uh, like, if you're going in into a building where there's multiple floors, make sure you can look out some of the windows to where you're parking at. That's one thing I like to do. I like to, like when I first started out, I don't worry about it so much now. It's, I'll go up a few flights and I'm like, oh shit, I should probably check the car. We've been in here for a minute. Go to a window. Yep, there it is. There was one instance 
where I was going up the Lee Plaza Hotel. It's like 16 stories. I was probably on the seventh floor, and I look out. Car pulls up behind my car, and I'm like, oh, man. Someone gets out. They start looking inside my car, and I'm like, dude, I'm seven floors up. What am I going to do? So I run down. I make it down like four flights of stairs, and I look out the window, and they're gone. And I'm like, what the hell is that about? So I left. I was like, I'm not staying. I was like, I don't know what that was about or anything. And yet I've still gone back there at least 10 times. <laughs> and nothing like that has ever happened again. But it's it's mainly just nowhere to park. Don't look super suspicious. Like you go into the store and you're, you're afraid to steal something. And then you're like, hey, sir, what's in your pocket? <laughs> you know, look like you belong part of the neighborhood. Yeah. Like I said, don't go down there in your Sunday's best. Park down the street. Make sure all your camera equipment's kind of tucked away. You don't want to go walking around the ghetto with fucking all your shit hanging out and everyone drawing more attention to yourself, right? Yeah. Hey, man, look at that guy over there covered in camera equipment. Easy lick. Let's go hit it. Let's go steal all this shit from him. Yeah. It's these things you got to think about. You got to remember where you're going, the, the actual decay that you're going to go into and the people who watch it there's people who actually watch these buildings as soon as they see you go in hey we got one going in and the cops are there and they come out yep absolutely speaking of uh harley q urbex got hit fucking with trespassing yesterday i believe or should cops were called or some shit damn and now she's asking people how to recover her photos from her sd card oh they made her wipe it yeah oh. Remember, you're supposed to take your SD yeah, card out when you leave. Yeah, take that shit out, dog. Oh, no. I told her. I was like, yo, why didn't you take it Come out? Come on now. That's like, oh, Harley. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, she said that yesterday. She's like, man. Damn. I was like, well, you know. I was like, weren't, you, weren't we just talking about this? Yep. Like, take your shit out, dude. Yeah. And my, my camera's got two SD card slots, so I can just swipe, wow, switch them real cool. quick and then wipe the one that doesn't have any shit on it. So I'll be solid. <laughs> I told her, I'm like, don't worry. Just get that shit dropped down to entering without permission. Yeah. No big deal. Exactly. Fuck yeah, a trespassing yeah. charge. Fuck it's it. always entering without permission. Yep, exactly. Well, so I tell people, don't worry about it. Oh, my God, the cops. Oh, no. What are they going to do? Say, hey, don't go in there, buddy. <laughs> Because they're sure as hell ain't going to come in after you. Yeah. And there's, I've seen a video of one instance where someone, where actually the cops chase kids all the way to the top of the Lee Plaza Hotel 16 stories. No way. Usually they won't even and go in was, the buildings. Right. This was recently, Holy too. Shit. Like, they just shared this video and I watched it. It was with, within this year. Wow. Yeah. And they had them all laying on the ground up on the what? roof. Guns drawn. Yeah, it's all on video. Damn, send me that video. I got to reach out to them, get them on the show. That's a fucking yeah, nuts I gotta, story. I got to look for that. Yeah, let me know. So I was watching. I was like, there's no way, dude. Let me know because that's that's a fucking story I would love to share on here. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, definitely. Crazy, dude. So thank you for coming on the show. If people want to follow you online, let them know where they can find you. Drop your social media. All right. On TikTok, just look up Dr. Triple M. On Instagram, Dr. Triple M. On Facebook, Search for the Goon Squad Explorers for the group page. Um, I think that's about it. Dope, man. Can we get a... Oh, and Spotify, Dr. Triple yeah, M Show. Yeah, can we get a quick uh, outro for you for the No Tracers no. podcast in your your uh, amazing voice, sir? Oh, thank you so much. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I hope that you enjoyed this wonderful podcast about exploring with Q 
from the No Tracers podcast, the lead singer of the Matriarchs. Damn. Right? Yeah, you got Ooh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I am Dr. Triple M, the man banned from Japan, the malicious merchant of mischief, the dictionary definition of Detroit's decay and dilapidation, the marvelous mass marauder, Dr. Triple M. And I hope you all enjoyed No Tracers podcast with me and Kay. And I hope you are all exploring safely. Hey, you heard the man. This is the No Tracers podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a rating and feedback. It helps us grow. It helps us find a broader audience of listeners just like you that love abandonment and decay. If you want to come on the show, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram. Or you can email me at contact at notracers.com. Thank you guys. My name is K, just the letter K, and I'll talk to you next time. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.